Welcome to Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, where we help people explore the power of herbs to create optimal wellness and strengthen their spiritual practice so they can feel healthy and connected. Information provided in the podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of professional medical advice. Hello, everyone. This is part four of the series Working with the Element of Air. And specifically, today I'm talking about herbs that support the lung system. So that's what part four is going to be, herbs that support the lung system. So thanks for joining in. If you're watching live, give me some comments so I know that you're here. Hey, Georgiana, I see you there. If you're watching the replay, you can also let me know no hashtag replay or let me know what you like about this episode. And then also we are recording this for my herbs podcast, Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit. You can find it on iTunes and Spotify. And then everything is also put into a blog. So the audio, the video, and some of the other things that I share um, in text form too. Yes, so today is herbs for the lung system, supporting that system of our body. Since the element of air is the theme for this month, I thought I would talk about lung system herbs that support that because that is what our human system is um, supported by for air exchange. Uh, And in the past episodes, we talked about air as symbolism Um, I talked about the leaves of the plant as uh, um, the leaves, how they symbolize air as the organ for the plant because they bring in, they exchange the gases so much. Typically, that's the main organ of the plant that brings in this gas exchanges. So herbs for the lungs. One of them that is blooming right now in my area is elecampane. It's got this brilliant yellow flower. There are several of them. They're in like a spike and there's just rows of these beautiful yellow flowers. And they have these wispy petals. Kind of remind me of like eyelashes. Um, And elecampane is very tall. So right now it's probably five feet tall. And it's spelled E-L-E-C-A-M-P. A-N-E. So elecampane. Its Latin name, the scientific name, is Inula helenium. Inula helenium. So I-N-U-L-A, Inula helenium, like Helen, H-E-L-E-N-I-U-M. And the leaf of it is huge, very, very big. Kind of looks like comfrey in some ways but it is softer than comfrey is. Uh, Comfrey leaves are kind of scratchy. And it's got this, what we call tomatose or, um, yeah, it's it's hairy on the underside of the leaf. So that's how you get this white, silvery, fuzzy looking underside. Um, So you can see the difference there. And it is very, very soft, very soft. So this side is not scratchy like comfrey would be. And it has, the midrib is not as thick as comfrey is either. Now, my elecampane and comfrey used to live side by side together. 
So it was easy for me to learn um, the difference between the two. And elecampane is very tall, has different flowers. So Angela is asking, is it full of inulin? Which inulin is basically, um, it's basically a, a fiber, essentially. We can't break it down in our body, so it acts like a, a wonderful fiber to help our system, uh, gastrointestinal system. And yes, it is like 40% inula in the root. So it is very high in inulin, as we call it, inulin, which we find in um, dandelion root um, and chicory. Those have a high inulin. You will see the word inulin on fiber bars as one of the ingredients, or you'll see the word chicory because that's where, you know, they're getting their inulin from. So it's very, very good for the digestive system. It's a prebiotic. So all the probiotics that we take to get all our microbiome to be well diverse in our system, they need food too. And it's a prebiotic. Yes, definitely. It's name inula. So here we go. So the part of elecampane that's used, it's not the leaf or the flower, not for the lung support anyways. It is the root and the root um, system does smell very, it has a distinct odor to it. And I think it's, it's nice. Um, so if you ever are digging your roots and have a couple roots um, that you're digging up, if you smell it, you'll be able to really tell which one is the alicampane. And it is the root or the rhizome um, that is used to make like cough syrups or cough suppressant type syrups, teas, tinctures, decoctions. And so it is very helpful for um, an antitussive, um, an expectorant, it's an antibacterial, and it's also um, soothing. So it's like a demulcent. So it seems kind of strange to hear that something is antitussive, which means reduces the cough. But yet at the same time, it's an expectorant. It re helps dislodge any of the phlegm and stuff that's stuck in there. So there are several plant constituents, of course, that the root has. And they kind of, you know, they're synergistic. They work together. So while it can help to um, kind of loosen up and um, demulcents are like slippery, kind of like mucilaginous, um, it helps to open, get things to be able to move out and not be so hard. And so as they move out, that also um, the other effect is it helps to soothe that system that's also, you know, having to have those spasms of coughing fits. So it will reduce the coughing. It will help get things moving and out, which, you know, usually once you get stuff moving and out, um, if you have a lot of phlegm, that phlegm can cause us to cough, right? Because it's in there. Our bodies want to try to get it out. And if it's stuck, then we just keep coughing and coughing, coughing. But if we get some of that out, reduce the irritation, then we can reduce some of that cough that we're, we're getting. So it can do all of those things. And plus it has that antibacterial component to it. So if anything is, you know, any kind of microorganism that's causing us to be sick, it can also assist with that. 
So it is the root of it. One of the ways to prepare it um, is to take a teaspoon of the ground up herb of the, the root, not whole. You never want to dry your roots whole because they're very hard. They're like rock hard after that. But if you take the root um, and it's in pieces when it's dried, you take a cup of cold water and you pour it over the pieces of root and you can let it sit for eight to 10 hours. And then after that, you can heat it up and drink the heated up version of it. So that's one way you can prepare it. And certainly there's several other ways to, you know, make, make syrups and things like that. Now, alicampine, this brilliant yellow color, isn't that pretty? It also um, works well in conjunction with some other herbs that are supportive of the lung system. It also can work with colt's foot. And with colt's foot, we're, it's the flowers and the leaves that get used for the herbal remedies. And also, I've spoken about this plant many times, the mullein. Mullen, verbascum thapsis, which is out in abundance right now. And the, that part that we use to soothe and support the lung system is the leaves. So some of the indications that um, people would have in their body uh, to know to use some of these herbs is a sickness where it's affecting the lung system. It could also be something along the lines of asthma and also things like bronchitis, um, elecampane is also used for like emphysema. So it, there's a lot of um, physical ailments and also our modern day, or modern day medicine has lots of diagnosis for these particular things before there was categorized symptoms, uh, which equal diagnosis, people would say, you know, I'm having a hard time breathing. Um, I'm feeling constricted. I have phlegm. Like they would just say their symptoms and then it would help determine which herb to use. Now, I really encourage you to try to find an herb that grows in your area that helps support the lung system, just so that you could potentially grow it or wildcraft it for yourself if possible. And if you can't do that, perhaps there's somebody you know in the area who is a forager or gardener, an herbal person who would have these things. And then last but not least, um, order you can order these things as well. But just try to keep with plant species that are in your area if possible. Because then you, you can see them um, as they grow and really get to know that particular herb in your area. And there's something to be said about using herbs that are local and near us and also acclimated to the same kind of weather and climate that we are also physically living in. Uh, yes, Angela says, I've been giving mullen tea to my son for his asthma and allergy issues. Yeah, it can really um, support the lung system, the mullen leaf tea can. Um, so some of these herbs don't, you don't necessarily have to wait until you're in a crisis that you have symptoms upon you. Some of them are definitely well suited to be used in advance to support the whole system too. <laughs> yeah. 
you were excited, Angela, when you found your first plant this year. It is exciting to know, to learn about a plant and then to learn that it can grow in your area and then to find it. And it's super exciting to know that most likely you don't have to pay anybody to, to harvest that. So it's, you know, our blood, sweat and tears sometimes to harvest stuff, but, and it takes time definitely. So there is some payoff there, but, um, but yeah, it is super fun to be able to find something and to be able to harvest it if possible. And yes, nettle infusions do help with those allergies as well. So the Colts foot, Alicampane and mullen, and those plants, um, uh, you, parts of them for mullen is the leaves, the colt's foot is the flowers and the leaves, and the alicampane is the root. So when you're working with roots, remember that if you put this plant in the ground, you're going to have to wait a couple years for it to get established enough that you can harvest it while also leaving some to grow. So people often ask me where to purchase herbs in the meantime. And again, see if there's somebody around you that's growing things or that knows where you can wild harvest it. Um, and then if not, I like Mountain Rose Herbs is my go-to um, company, but certainly there could be other companies that are more local to you as well. Carrie says, yes, it's like winning a prize when you find a new herb in your local area. It really is like a gift that that you, you found, you know, and sometimes it was always there and you suddenly realize that it has some other benefits besides, you know, its beauty and just enjoying how it grows. But, um, but yeah, finding a new herb, it is like, like a prize. It's like somebody, it's like, it's like meeting a celebrity, right? It's like you, you've read about them, you've heard them talk, you've seen pictures of them. And all of a sudden, this, this herb that you've been hearing people talk about, you've been looking at pictures, writing about, um, maybe even using an herbal remedy making and but suddenly there it is. And it's, it's complete form in front of you. And it's always so fun to, to use and use. All right, everybody. So this has been the Element of Air series. We're done with part four. And next month, we're going to be doing, I'm going to be start doing um, a series on herbs in late summer. And it's going to be geared for herbs that are in late summer here in Wisconsin. So some of these herbs that I'm going to go through may have already hit their peak and everything in your area. But for me, they may be already hit, um, getting to their peak. So each week of the series, I'll talk about a late summer herb slash plant that's in the area and how it can be used. So, yeah. So that's what the next series is going to be. Uh, August 16th through the 19th will be the Plant Priestess Exploration Workshop. Uh, we'll be getting the sign-up information, the registration page to you very soon, probably in the next day or two. Um, this is going to be the last free Plant Priestess Workshop that I do. So many of you have been coming through a lot of those workshops with me over, what, year and a half or more. And this is going to be the last free one that we have. And it's only four days. 
Um, so be on the lookout for that email or post somewhere in the Facebook pages or groups that you're in. And so you can register for that. When people register, they get the, the workbook, they get reminders, any updates about the, the workshop and um, all sorts of other helpful bonuses that come through that can come through email as well. So yes, we're doing another one August 16th for four days. And then an exciting um, offer will be announced on Monday. And I'll give you a little hint, save the date, August 22nd. Something is being announced um, that people can participate in as well. So thanks everybody for joining me on this live herbs a podcast and i'll see you uh, same time and place and next week thank you for joining the herbs podcast please connect with me on fullcircleherbals.com or at the facebook page full circle herbals i'd be happy to receive suggestions for future podcast topics